Well, hello, hello, and welcome back. Oh, dear me, it's been a very big rush this morning, trying to get everything ready. Children ready for school, one ready for nursery, me ready for work. Oh, my goodness. Rush, rush, rush. But I am going to sit down and read a story and that way I'm going to relax before I actually have to leave for work. <laughs> so I hope that you are all well. I hope that you are all going to be good today. Do you think? No? <laughs> okay then. Um, but I am going to carry on with the wishing chair. We're going to do chapter eight um, and it's called... The Slipperies play a trick. So if you remember yesterday, they were near the land of um, the, the village, sorry, of Slipperies. <sighs> so let's try. Peter and Molly looked hard at the five Slipperies. Each Slippery had one blue eye and one green, and not one of them looked straight at the children. Their hair was slick and smooth, their mouths smiled without stopping, and they rubbed their bony hands together all the time. I'm sorry, said Peter, but we don't want to leave our chair. We're waiting here till, with it till our friend Binky comes back from seeing his great aunt Quick Fingers. Oh, she's gone to market, said one of the slipperies. She always goes on Thursdays. Oh dear, said Peter, how tiresome. Now we shan't be able to get a fourth wing for our wishing chair. Dear me, is this a wishing chair? said the slipperies in great interest. It's the first time we've seen one. Do let us sit in it. Certainly not, said Peter, feeling certain that if he let them sit in the chair, they would try to fly off in it. I hear that Great Aunt Quickfingers has some flying dogs, said Molly, hoping that the Slipperies would look frightened at the mention of them. But they didn't. They rubbed their slippery hands together again and went on smiling. Ah, yes, wonderful dogs they are. If you stand up on your chair... And look over the field of yonder. You may see one of them flying around, said one slippery. The children stood on the seat of the chair. The slipperies clustered around them. Now look right down over that field, began one of them. Do you see a tall tree? Yes, said Molly. Now... Look to the right of it and you'll see the roof of a house. And then to the right of that you'll see another tree, said the slippery. Can't you tell me exactly where to look, said Molly, getting impatient. I can't see a single flying dog, only a rook or two. Well, now look to the left and began another slippery when Peter jumped down from the chair. You're just making it all up, he said. Go on, be off with you. I don't like any of you. The slipperies lost their smiles and looked nasty. They laid hands on the wishing chair. I shall whistle for the flying dog, said Peter suddenly. Now let me see, what is the whistle? Ah, yes, 
and he suddenly whistled a very shrill whistle indeed. The slippery shot off at once, as if a hundred of the flying dogs were after them. Molly laughed. Peter, that's not really a whistle for flying dogs, is it? No, of course not. But I had to get rid of them somehow, said Peter. I had a feeling they were going to trick us with their silly smiles and rubbing hands and odd eyes. So I had to think of some way of tricking them instead. I wish Binky would come, said Molly, sitting down in the chair again. He's been ages and it's all a waste of time. He's going to find his great aunt if she's at the market. We shall have to go there, I expect, and carry the chair all the way. Why, there is Binky, said Peter, waving. Oh, good, he's dancing and smiling. He's got the spell to make another wing grow. Then his great aunt couldn't have gone to market, said Molly. Hey, Binky, have you got the spell? Was your great aunt quick fingers in? Yes, and awfully pleased to see me, said Binky, running up. And she gave me just enough magic to make another wing grow. So we shan't be long now. Five slipperies came up and they said your great aunt always goes to market on Thursdays, said Molly. You can't believe a word they say, said Binky. I told you that. My word, I'm glad you did. they didn't trick you in any way. They usually trick everyone, no matter how clever they may be. Well, they didn't trick us, said Peter. We were much too smart for them, weren't we, Molly? Yes, they wanted to sit in the chair when they knew it was a wishing chair, said Molly, but we wouldn't let them. I should think not, said Binky. He showed the children a little blue box. Look, I've got a smear of ointment here that is just enough to grow a red wing to match the others. Then the chair will be quite all right. Well, let's rub it on, said Peter. Binky knelt down by the chair and then he gave a cry of horror. What's the matter, said the children. Look! Somebody has cut off the other three wings of the chair, groaned Binky. Cut them right off short. There's only a stump left of each. Molly and Peter stared in horror. Sure enough, the other three wings had been cut right off. But how and when? Who could have done it? The children had been with the chair the whole time. I do think you might have kept a better guard on the chair, said Binky crossly. I really do. Didn't I warn you about the ways of the slipperies? Didn't I say you couldn't trust them? Didn't I? Oh, Binky, but when could it have been done? Cried Molly. I tell you, we were here the whole of the time. Standing by the chair, asked Binky. Yes, or on it, said Peter. On it? Whatever did you stand on it for, said Binky, puzzled. To stop the slipperies sitting down. No, to see your great aunt's flying dog, said Peter. The slipperies said they were over there and if we would stand up on the seat of the chair, we would see them flying around. But we couldn't. Of course you couldn't, said Binky, and for a very good reason too. They're all at the cottage with my great aunt. I saw them. Oh, the dreadful storytellers, cried Molly. Peter, it was a trick. While we were standing up there trying to see the dogs, one of the slipperies must have quietly snipped off the three wings and put them in his pocket. 
Of course, said Binky, very simple, and you're a pair of simpletons to get taken in by such a silly trick. Molly and Peter went very red. Oh, what shall we do? asked Peter. I'm very sorry about it. Poor old chair. One wing not grown and the other three snipped away. It's a shame. Thank goodness Binky has got the growing ointment for wings, said Molly. Yes, but I've only got just enough for one wing, said Binky. One wing isn't going to take us very far, is it? No, said Molly. Whatever are we going to do? I shall have to ask Great Aunt Quickfingers for some more growing ointment, that's all, said Binky gloomily. And this time you can come with me and bring the chair. If I leave you alone with it, you'll get tricked again and I shall come back and find the legs are gone next time and I can't even grow wings on them. It's not nice of you to keep on and on about it, Binky, said Molly, lifting up the chair with Peter. We're very sorry. We didn't know quite how clever the slipperies were. Oh, horrid creatures with their odd eyes and deceitful smiles. They followed Binky down the road and along a lane. Soon he came to his great aunt's cottage. It was very snug and small. To Molly's enormous delight, five or six little brown dogs, rather like spaniels, were flying about the garden on small white wings. They barked loudly and flew to the three of them. Now, now, these are friends of mine, said Binky, and patted the nearest dog which was flying round his head. It was strange to have the little dog sailing around the air like gulls. If one flew up to Molly and rested its front paws on her shoulder, the dog laughed. Uh, the dog licked her face and she laughed. Then off it flew again and chased after a sparrow, barking madly. Great Aunt Quickfingers came to the door, looking surprised. "Why, Binky, back again so soon?" she said. "What's happened?" Binky told her. "So you see, Great Aunt." Now that the poor chair has lost all its wings, I'm afraid that the growing ointment you gave me won't be enough, said Binky. I'm so sorry. Very well. It takes a great, very clever person to see through the slippery ways, said his great aunt. You'd better come in and have tea now you're all here. The children put down the wishing chair and great aunt quick fingers got the little treacle tarts out of the oven. There you are, she said. Get your fingers nice and sticky with those. I'll go and make some more growing ointment for you. It won't take long. She disappeared. And the children sat and munched the lovely, delicious treacle tarts. Just at that moment, she came back with a fairly large jar. She handed it to Binky. There you are. Use that and see what happens. But remember... You can only use it once on anything. The spell doesn't act twice. It's no good trying to use the ointment another time on the chair to make it grow wings because it won't be any use. Binky dipped his finger into the jar of ointments. It was curious stuff, bright yellow with green streaks in it. He rubbed some onto a chair leg and immediately a most wonderful wing sprouted out big and strong. I say it isn't red as it always is, cried Molly. It's green and yellow and a much bigger wing than before. Well, Chair, you do look grand. Make another wing come, Binky. 
Soon the wishing chair had four grand green and yellow wings, much bigger than its old red ones. It waved them about proudly. You'd better get in the chair and go before it tries its new wings out by itself, said Great Aunt Quickfingers. So in they all got, Binky on the back as usual, and off they went. Home chair, home, cried everyone, and it rose high in the air and flew off to the west. Goodbye and thank you very much, cried Binky and the children, and Great Aunt waved till they were out of sight. Well, that was quite a nice little adventure, said Peter, and the chair's got some new wonderful wings. I do hope they'll always grow like this in future, big and strong and all green and yellow. <laughs> wow! Um, so they've got different wings. Now, I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. What do you think? Hmm? Well... Um, I will leave it there. I will go to work and I will see you all again tomorrow for another story. Let's see what we can think of to read tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, I will see you all again tomorrow. You have a great day today, whatever you're doing. Make sure you're good, make sure you take care and make sure, most of all, you stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.